right, hey, welcome back to the Go Beyond podcast. I'm excited for another week. Um, this week we have Emily Nussbaum on our podcast. Emily, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Again, um, as I was saying, we've done every these every week have been very different. So sometimes we've been talking to people that are across the world. Uh, sometimes we're talking to people that literally go to our church every week. Um, but I'm excited to have you on because again, we don't have to worry that much about tech issues today. <laughs> Um, unless there's some major internet outage in Indiana today. So, so yes, yeah, so anyway, why don't, why don't you just take some time, tell, tell everyone, you know, a little bit about who you are, your work. Um, yeah, take it away. Sure. Um, yeah, so I grew up down on the South side, went to Center Grove High School, um, and met my husband down there, um, James Nussbaum, and um, his family, the Nussbaums are very active at Stones, and, um, um, I did not grow up in a home church, and so they started inviting me to Stones, and um, yeah, I got to, anytime I was home from college, or anytime now that we're back in town, not that we live that far away, but when we're in town, we mm-hmm. we still get to stop by there. So I work for Crew, um, formerly known as Campus Crusade for Christ, um, and we are in the Indianapolis area. I got involved when I was in college. I was not a believer before I went to college um, and crew really changed my life while I was there and then decided to continue with crew and served overseas for a year. And now I'm back here in Indy. Um, So I oversee, I was um, campus staff for a few years and got to, um, yeah, really just dive in and learn ministry for a few years and the ins and the outs. And it's very different from when you're a student. And then when you um, cross over to being staff, it's uh, quite a transition. Um, So crew for Indianapolis, we're on several different campuses in the Indianapolis area. We're at Butler, IUPUI, University of Indianapolis, Ivy Tech, Wabash, um, Marion. Uh, We're kind of continuing to, to look at other other campuses and where there are needs and continue to go there. Um, and then about five years ago, um, I transitioned to being the director of the ministry here in Indianapolis. So myself and I have a co-leader named Ryan, we um, oversee kind of the overall direction of the ministry. We shepherd our staff um, who are out on the campuses. Um, yeah, and really, really just kind of lead the, the momentum for where, where the Lord is leading us um, yeah. in Indianapolis and kind of work with college students. That's awesome. So, so what does, what does crew look like for you right now? I mean, I mean, just, just given that obviously, you know, every, most, most things probably got shut down pretty early. I know there's no summer projects this year. So, I mean, what's, what's it look like now? Yeah. So, um, as, Everybody had to scramble in March and reconfigure every way that you do ministry. Um, you know, we we really had to go all online as everyone has, which we're so thankful for the technology that we have yeah. today that we still meet um, with students and still do large gatherings. Um, so we, we really kept kind of the same flow, March, April, May, um, that we would through the year. Um, okay. we our Bible studies. We still, I spent a lot of time doing just this on a computer. So um, they were, you went digital with the Bible studies, but you kept going. Digital. That's cool. That's really yeah, cool. We, we still met and it. And I would say majority of the students, you know, continue to show up and mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you really lose kind of those who aren't really in with crew, mm-hmm. um, you know, who'd be really nervous to show up to an online 
format. And so that was really sad. And we, we definitely felt that. But we, we kept, we had large meetings um, Thursday nights, which we would typically have with all of our students from the university. In, um, in person or you, or you did them? Um, no, all okay. online. So wow. we could see like 50 to 60 faces. That's awesome. That's so cool. But we really wanted to to do what we could do, you know. Mm -hmm. And then we we always have a transition in the summer. You know, we follow so much of the school schedule. And like you said, most most staff and students head out to summer projects, and those all got canceled this year, understandably. And so we have been trying to continue to connect digitally with our students um, who are who are wanting to. So we we offer a Bible study still once a week that students are able to join. We're doing a book club. Um, and I love that. allowing students just to gather Monday nights with a little bit less formal. What's and the, do you, do you have like one book or is this, what is yeah, the book? We're going through awe by Paul Tripp. Cool. Um, Very cool. Just doing that. Some students were still doing discipleship. Um, a lot of my focus, um, over the fall or over the summer is thinking about the fall and how yeah. we're going to move our, just change every way that we do ministry. Yeah. So. And, and again, I mean, I, I can't imagine, cause I know for you and your role, it's not like you're trying to address one campus's needs. So you've got to, you've got to look at every campus. You got to figure out what their decisions look like and then decide what can Bible studies look on your camp on their campus. But you also kind of have to have this uniformed effort. So I yes. imagine that's not the easiest thing to do. Um, yes. <laughs> what are, what are, I mean, what are some of the things in this season that you feel like um, were, were positives or like, what were some of the things that you felt like, man, this wouldn't have happened if we didn't do it this way? Yeah. Um, you know, I think that the reality of COVID really has made just a lot of people think about mortality and mm -hmm. um, what happens after you die. And so we, we saw, um, you know, some of our core students, they were saying, hey, my roommates are asking me questions they've never asked before. That's so cool. My family's asking me questions that I've never asked before. And so it was really amazing. I mean, we saw um, just in the spring or whatever, you know, six weeks or eight weeks after um, spring break, we saw two, two of our students lead their roommates to Christ. Mm -hmm. And um, just through conversations about this and, um, you know, that, that, this is just, I feel like made the world kind of wake up mm -hmm. a little bit and that's been really exciting for us that's as really well. Cool. Yeah. No, I think it's funny, you know, most of what you reflect on, and this is, this is pretty much most of the people we talk to, but you're going through the same process we had to go through as a church. You know, I feel like, like first it was this, like this real fear, then it was this opportunity to get creative. Then it was like, okay, now all this stuff's getting really old. <laughs> then it was like, oh, but there's some really good stuff coming out of this. And then now how do we figure out how do things go back to normal? Yeah. Um, I, I got a little bit of a different question for you. Do you feel like that your work is more often with, because, you know, I know you're directing, so you're making decisions for lots of staff and students and things. Is your work more with, do you feel like it's more with the staff or do you feel like you do more work with the students? I know it's a little bit of both. I'm just curious kind of where you feel you find yourself spending most of your time. Yeah, so I, I would still say I spend most of my time with the students. That has okay. been one thing. It's the reason I joined. Yeah, why would I you do it otherwise? Right. <laughs> you know. right, right. I love our staff. I do love yeah. our staff. But, um, you know, the students are why I show up every day. Mm -hmm. And so um, I really make sure to keep a priority in my schedule yeah. of 
you know, being in the Bible studies and discipleship and with our student leaders and um, that it keeps the vision for me, especially yeah. as I, you know, connecting with our staff. Um, so over this summer, I'm not doing as much online contact with our students, um, but as we're preparing for just a total yeah. shift in our ministry in the fall. Um, but I plan to, you know, be back out there on campus with our students. Um, the awesome. second I can, I miss them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll talk about the, I, I want to know some of the shift things in a moment, but before we get to that, I'm really curious what, um, Again, what are some of the things, because you've been doing crew now, you've been on crew staff for how long did you say? It's been? Um, uh, oh, 10 years. Yeah. Okay. So 10 years. So obviously like colleges have changed a lot over the 10 years and mm -hmm. their focus and things. So what are some of the things that you feel like have became either more restrictive or more open just in the college environment, you know, mm -hmm. doing college ministry on campus? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, <sighs> Part of it depends on the school, you know, yeah. so we're on, we're on a big, um, you know, IUPUI, a big public school. We have, a, you know, people just don't really see us as much. We're Butler's a small private school. And mm -hmm. so we have to have a much better relationship with the administration. Um, you know, some of the changes, things have become more restrictive as far as sharing our faith. Um, but at the same time, it's been really interesting, um, we have seen more openness to the gospel on college campuses, mm -hmm. I would say um, in the last three years than I've seen the last few years that I've been on, on campus. Awesome. We're not exactly sure what that shift was, um, but we've just seen our students, you know, I think there was a season where students were like, I don't wanna share my faith. Like, I'm not sharing my faith on campus. That's not what I'm gonna do. Like, my roommate can go do their thing and that's fine. I'm gonna do my thing and that's fine. But there's really been this shift we've seen in the hearts of our students of like, no, other people need to know about the gospel. People need to know about Jesus. And our students have been so much more excited to go out and share their faith, um, you know, even pre-COVID. <laughs> and, um, and that has been, you know, as, as far as, we don't really know why. And mm -hmm. there's a lot with the restrictions of universities are placing is that, you know, as staff, we don't have as much access to the students as we once mm -hmm. did. So it really has to come from our students. Um, and so that has just been an answer to prayer that our students have been going for it just relationally even, you know, yeah. they do go out and just share their faith, um, you know, with someone sitting around campus, you know, we are still about that, but they really have a heart to share it with the people, you know, the clubs or the fraternity brothers or sisters yeah. and sorority sisters. And um, so that has been an unexpected shift, really. Um, yeah, that's super interesting. So you're saying like, so it's, it's almost as if institutions have became more closed, which I think people would say that that would be the obvious thing. Um, and it's, it's not even, it, it is a little bit like people are more open to the gospel, but then also it's like, you're saying your students are just more on mission. Like, like yeah. they're more, they're taking more of a charge with this, which is super cool because I think this generation, which I'm not far from, you know, but it's like, they're, they're typically probably not given um, the credit for being people that would take charge of anything. Right. You know? So do you feel you have, I, and I want to get to next fall. That's I really do, but I just have so <laughs> many know. good questions. I have so, so many good, yeah. I have so many good questions when I listen to you say this stuff. Do you feel like this generation gets a bad rap? I know that's a little, it's a little out there, but I'm just curious. You're working directly with these college kids, you know, 18, you know, to 22 year olds. Um, what, what do we not know about this age group that you'd be um, like, yeah, this is how I feel about it. 
you know, there is a bad rap. Absolutely. Um, it, it has been, I feel like it's just so interesting because I feel like, you know, a freshman today is very different than a freshman um, 10 years ago or so. Um, and so we've had to continue to shift. And I feel like we kind of like finally figure out this generation and then it's a whole new wave. Of yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, we finally got it. We got to shift everything again. Um, you know, they do something about this generation. So we're officially in Gen Z. Um, so we've been doing a lot of research on Gen Z. Um, there's this great book that we just read through um, called Generation Z. Um, yeah, it's like talking about the most Iowa. They're like that. Yes. I know which book series yes. you're talking yes. about. Yeah, those are good. Um, and they talk about how this really is the most anxious generation that they've mm -hmm. ever ever seen. Um, and the social media has a lot to do with yeah. that. Um, and so we, but they're also, because they've grown up in this technology season, they are so innovative and they, um, they go for it and they're entrepreneurs as well. Mm. And so we've been, it's, it's been interesting trying to, you know, you've got this anxious side of these students that, you know, it's just, they're debilitated in a lot of ways, but yet they're like, but I'm going to go for it and, and, and use these tools that I've learned to wow. go for it. So it's, it's quite a blend, um, but it's been really interesting. Wow. And I think they're going to, they're, they're going to be okay. This generation. They're That's, gonna, cool. They're That's gonna really be cool. Okay. No, it's, it's encouraging to hear you talk about them want to be on mission for the gospel. It gives me hope because, you know, again, as a missions pastor in a church, one of the, you know, we can teach, 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 teach about evangelism, but I mean, it's so hard to get people to go and, you know, and so that's that's encouraging to hear that maybe there's a generation coming up that will be on fire for this. Uh, that's super cool. All right, let's talk about the fall. So, <laughs> what what are some of the big things that you're like? This is what we're working through. And and if you can't say it, I mean, not that like I don't know who would listen to this that would be like this is too much info. But right. what, what are some of the stuff? I'm just curious, kind of where you're going, how you guys are seeing you know the fall. Yeah. Um, well, part of, you know, part of it is we feel like everything is rapidly changing, you know, and so we have been tentative to put like a plan of like, this is what the fall is going to look like, because things could change in a, in a yeah. week, as we saw this, this past spring. Um, you know, one of the big things, so crew, I feel like we are constantly working towards some big event. So we've yeah. got, you know, we have you know, within our, our kind of our staple on campus are these week, big weekly meetings that yeah. we have. Um, and, you know, at Butler and IEPY, especially we have upward towards a hundred students at these each week. Um, and so that, and then we have big retreats, retreats big and conferences then, yeah. and break trips and all these things. So um, pretty much all that's going to go away. We're pretty sure okay. we haven't for surely, uh, we haven't been told, you know, a fall retreat is, kind of like the biggest thing we work toward. And that's, and that's completely by like your entity too. For those yeah. who don't know, it's like the, the, you know, the Christmas thing is more collective, but yes. the retreats, those are pretty much, those are your guys's thing as, yes. as the indie crew. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. So we take all, we combine all our campuses and we go out of town for a weekend. And that's really, especially for a new person coming into crew, that's where they're going to get vision. They're going to understand what we're about and our, what we want the most is for them to experience community in that environment and a walk away feeling like, okay, I have a place here. Um, and so I mean, our first six weeks, we say like push to fall retreat, for, push to fall retreat. Um, and that has not officially been canceled, um, but we imagine it will. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, I mean, universities are really, um, as far as like our large meetings Thursday nights, which is also like a big place to gather yeah. into the vision. Um, it's not going to happen <laughs> unless yeah. you know some craziness. But like even so, um, for example, Butler, one of their auditoriums holds, um, I think it's like 600 people. I mean, no, no, sorry. It's 400 people and they're only going to allow 70 in at one time. Wow. And that is their biggest venue. And so they're really cutting classes. They're cutting any group size. They've not yet said a limit amount of people can gather in a space but we know that's coming and it's going to be smaller than what we typically gather. Um, so <laughs> with that, you know, we're really trying to figure out, okay, things are going to be done on a much smaller scale, um, a much more personal scale, which I think will actually tailor to this, this generation a bit more. Too. Yeah. They like smaller, they like more personalized. Um, but there, there will be that loss of momentum and vision as a whole of saying, Hey, we're yeah. all, we're all together. We're reaching this campus. And so we're trying to figure out ways, you know, do we still gather online as we need the weather to be warm as long as possible yeah. so we can be outside. Um, but we're still, we're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so funny. You say that, you know, I was talking to Luke Calvert, you know, our student pastor last week, and he was telling me that something that he thinks is really interesting about the high schoolers right now is that they don't, they don't have friendships and relationships like he had growing up. And so when, when they see him as this like friend figure um, that they just, they, they just don't, they don't navigate life with people that way. No. And so it's funny. It's like at some, at some level, I can see what you're saying where you're like, okay, if you have to go this like, group model where it's tight knit, smaller pockets of community mobilized together, that the, this, that this generation is going to be like, that's my guy. Like, that's my Bible study leader. That's, you know, that's my Bible study leader. That's his leader, you know, and, and they may welcome that, you yeah. know? Um, I think, I think it is, you know, it's a tough question to ask ourselves, okay, what is, you know, what does church look like? What do ministries look like without the large group gathering? But I think, you know, it's it's wise to say, like, we got to be ready, you know, for that not to happen. Um, and understand the limitations of online, understand the blessings of it, but also at the same time, you know, figure out how can we keep moving people forward. So, yeah. man, well, we'll be praying for that because I, I know <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a stressor there. So, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm hopeful, too. We have, you know, the, the one thing with this generation is they're not um, they're not confrontational with each other. They don't want to offend anybody, but they all have very strong opinions on what they believe. And so we're hopeful that even these smaller gatherings um, will allow people to to have a conversation with someone who's different from them. Um, and thinking about this fall, I mean, we've got a lot, we've got, you know, differences on COVID and how to approach yeah. that. You've got differences um, with just racial tensions in America right now. Yeah. You're going to have an election year. There's a lot that we as a staff team have been praying that could divide mm -hmm. our students and our campuses. And so we've just been praying that um, you know, even these smaller groups will provide opportunity for people to be honest about what they believe and why, and to be open to asking questions of other people of why they believe yeah. those things, um, but to be united in Christ. And so yeah. um, we're, we're hopeful that, you know, maybe this is a blessing. Yeah, man, we could, we could do a whole nother, a whole nother podcast on this, but <laughs> what is, what does diversity look like on, you know, just quickly, what does it look like on each of your campuses? Is it different? Is it 
Yes. Um, so, I mean, IEP-wise... Obviously, and, because there's some just all-men campuses, <laughs> you know? Right. So, yeah, so that's obviously right, right. different. Yeah, so we've had an all-male campus, so not, <laughs> not for gender diversity there. Um, you know, IEPY is so fun. Our campuses are so different across the board. Um, you know, IEPY and UND are much more diverse, um, and uh, especially with those students that are involved with us. Butler is very... Just the campus is not very diverse, and so... Yeah. Um, you don't, it's been harder to kind of get into some of those conversations at Butler because just the university as a whole is not as diverse. I know they're trying to grow in that. So it's been, you know, it's been interesting just, you know, navigating the different populations of our students even. Yeah. Well, hey, well, Emily, I want to pray for you before we get off here, but is obviously you've listed like a million things we could be praying for. Is there anything else we could be praying for you, you know, praying for your family, the ministry? Yeah, yeah um, I mean... Just that, um, you know, the thing that I, as kind of shepherding our staff, that I always pray for our staff, um, is that we just keep Jesus first. It's, and for me too, as we strategize and try to figure out the best way to reach the, the, the campus and the city, it's not going to happen if we're not first walking with Jesus. And so that is my ultimate prayer for, Mm -hmm. for me, for my staff, for my students. So yeah, well, I'll pray for us. Um, but again, thanks for being on here. Uh, this is super fun. Again, the more I do these, I'm like, we'll be doing round two sometime in the future because they're just fun. <laughs> just fun to hear like what the, you know, I don't think, I don't think the church always gets to hear what is happening right now in your ministry. You know, like people get a general idea, you know, if, but they, even then they got to kind of look for it, but if they if they look for it, they get a general idea, but it's really interesting to hear, you know, how you're navigating these things and, it always excites me that there's people like you in these roles, you know, like, it's just like, man, it's like, she's got this, like (laughs) God's got it, but it's like, she's, she's really thinking about it. You know, she's, it's really cool. So we appreciate your work and super excited. We get a partner with you, but yeah, I'll pray. Okay. Yeah. Father God, Lord, um, man, I'm just so thankful. Um, I'm just thankful. Um, just even for this conversation, um, Father God, just, just thinking about the ways that um, sometimes we downplay the giftings of each generation. Um, Lord, I pray that as crew um, goes into this next season, um, that Father, that you will raise up um, these leaders, um, these students, God, um, and mobilize them for the gospel in what may be unique ways for the first time. But um, Lord, even just as we were talking last week on the podcast, um, God, we, we pray just for a wave of people coming to know you. Um, God, make, make you be the center of it all, as Emily said. And Father, again, we pray that you protect her, um, that you protect her family. Um, and Father God, we just ask that as, we're, as uh, decisions are being made for crew in the fall, um, that you would just guide and provide wisdom that um, is only from you, Lord. It's your son, Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.